The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. We are fortunate enough to have the Coca-Cola 600 winner, Brad Keselowski, with us. How's that sound, Brad? Real good. Real good. That's um, I've been fortunate enough to win the Southern 500 in Brickyard, and the Coke 600 is just another notch up. So, uh, Jeff, it's um, a tack of a feeling. Thank you very much. Well, I noticed, and, you know, you always, when you win, you always have the American flag. You always display your patriotism. I have a feeling winning that race meant a great deal to you. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's uh, Memorial Day weekend. It's a special weekend. It's, you know, it's kind of motorsports weekend. And this year was a little different. I think, to be honest, not having any fans there, but also a little different in the sense that, you know, we were the only race that uh, that went on. So, you know, NASCAR kind of owned Memorial Day weekend. And I know that meant there were a lot of eyes on our sport, maybe via TV instead of in person, but that's okay. It beats it at home. Uh, and it's nice to, to win in front of all those eyes and appreciate all those uh, people that sent me all the kind messages and social media and so forth. And then even more so to, to have the name on the roof of the car. I got to meet um, uh, Donovan Reeves' family uh, during the week. And, uh, you know, he was a staff sergeant in the United States Air Force and who, you know, tragically passed away. And uh, with respect to that, it's it's nice to be able to keep his uh, memory and, and uh, life kind of going and with respect to winning one of the biggest races and being able to honor him. Brad, t- tell us what it's, uh, what it's like emotionally uh, to meet the families of, of the person that you're honoring on this weekend. Oh, wow. It's an emotional roller coaster because their story is obviously still raw and it, it hurts and it never goes away. And, but then on the same side, uh, you know, they, they don't want people to forget about their family member that, that they lost. And, think they recognize this as just that kind of opportunity you know you wish you could bring them back but you can't and this is uh you know maybe a distant second but it beats nothing at all to to being able to honor and recognize their loved ones and that's a huge burden and weight to carry and it's one I take very seriously well you you, Brad you handled those things very well and uh the way you conduct yourself around military and their families uh, I've always thought to be amazing. Uh, truly, it comes from your heart. One thing that, that you mentioned was doing it with no fans and, 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 yeah. and at the racetrack. And I noticed in the victory lane, several, the celebration on the racetrack, that it, it almost overwhelmed you a little bit, that you were there as uh, is, is, is this weekend, but also there were no fans there. Is that true? Absolutely. It's overwhelming because, you know, Jeff, when you're in the car, you can't really see the fans. You don't really have a sense or a feel for the environment. You see your competition. And so when you get out of the car, it's like a, it's always disorienting to get out of the car to begin with. You know, you're hot, you're sweaty, and you just ran a long race. But then to get out in the middle of the front stretch where you had just been racing and look around and not see anybody there is it, just kind of eerie in some ways. Uh, but with respect to that, it, it's still the, one of the biggest races of the year to win. And we want to win it, and we, and we did. So to, let's, All right, so let's get to the race. Let's talk about the winning moments in the race. To me – uh, those last two restarts, obviously. On the next to last restart, uh, Jimmy Johnson's got the lead. You're on the inside, but you did a remarkable job of launching 
and entering turn one side by side with him. Tell me about the thought process that went into making all that happen. Well, the last three restarts really set up our win. You know, I would say three restarts from then. We moved from, I think, eighth up to uh, fourth, roughly, uh, which put us in position to come down pit road. We had a good stop. We went from fourth to second and then took the lead on that restart. And then, of course, the last restart on old tires, you know, you have to, you know, you have to execute, Jeff. It's really easy to lose a race right then and there. And, and I was able to just get down in the corner and just bury clear uh, Jimmy Johnson and, and, and drive off. But all three of those restarts came together, and, and I was really happy that I was able to execute them, really happy the pit crew was able to gain me those two spots on that one stop that put us in position as well. Um, and, and the restart before that, uh, like I said, with you know, the third restart from the end, we actually restarted a non-preferred groove and, and gained position. That's a really big deal, you know, when, when you got to, so it's like kind of third and long in football to be able to convert. That was a big conversion for us and set up uh, the finish there. So incredible night for your pit crew. Uh, and this is a new team. I mean, this guy, this is only your, you know, sixth or seventh race together. Uh, you guys seem to yep. be bonding, seem to be headed in the right direction. Yeah, Jeremy Bowen's crew chief, uh, you know, since my first year working with him on the cup level. Uh, and the whole team, most of them I hadn't worked with before. Um, and uh, they're a great team. I had a great team last year as well. This is a great team as well. And I'm thankful to get to work with them. I, I feel like we haven't realized our full potential yet. Uh, and we need moments like this to get it. So uh, I'm very excited about the way we've been running. We, we probably could have won two or three races by now and, you know, leading Daytona 500 and kind of get wrecked and uh, ran really strong at Phoenix, really strong at Darlington. And then to win this one, uh, it's, it's a good feeling. Hopefully we can put a few more wins uh, uh, under our belts before the playoffs start. And sure would like to get one at my home track in Michigan and, just makes you think about all the tracks you haven't checked off when you check off a big race like the Coke 600. But, uh, you know, with, with respect to that, our team is uh, – this is a, a team that can develop into a real championship caliber team throughout the summer and, and fall. So I'm excited of being a part of helping them realize their potential and likewise them pushing me to my limits to realize my potential. So, Brad, has that been made harder uh, with these shorter weekends where you don't have practice for a new race team working together? Oh, absolutely. So I was telling somebody the other day, it's kind of like an NFL team – not having any practice during the week. You know, you got your veterans, which are good and probably don't need a lot of practice anyway, but still need a little bit. And then you got your rookies and they need all the practice they can get. And every team's got some people that are less experienced than others. And uh, it just really exposes uh, them to, to having issues. And, and thankfully our team has been rock solid. Um, and hopefully we'll stay that way. Well, Brad, a great job. Uh, it's, that's a huge race to win. Uh, I just want to tell you congratulations. I know it feels great Thank for you God. and your team. And I uh, look forward to uh, doing this some more this year. Appreciate you, and uh, good luck, Harrison. Thank you, buddy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.